What's happening with it, everybody? It's your boy Hollow, like the vessel, because Hollow be thy name. You know, I don't like to waste too much time in the introduction. If you know, you know. You know? So, I want to talk about sounds today. I want to share my perspectives on the metaphysics, the sciences of sound, the demiurge, a little bit of numerology. Before I get into that, I want to play this song, start it off right. I do not own the copyrights to this music. All I have is my word and my nuts. So, this is Brother Ali, Special Effects. Life 
So that was Brother Ali. Good song called Special Effects. And it's a good song to start this thing. So, sounds. What is it? If you look up the definition, just the etymology simply, you'll see voice, noise. And if you keep looking, you'll see person. The etymology of person means per, through, sound. Or per means through, sun means sound. You're a walking sound, a.k.a. your chakras. Okay, so your chakras emit on different frequencies. Or they receive and emanate different sounds, different colors. Now, chakras are for another episode alone. But when it comes to sounds, or let's look at it this way, your inner voice. It's a sound. You can hear it. Why can nobody else hear it? You know when somebody call your name and you thought you heard something? That that's that's because it came from a different octave or a different octave, some people like to call it. This octave or octave means eight. Why are there only seven notes? Because there's an eighth note. And like I said, I don't know everything. I'm just sharing some of my perspectives. Okay? But if you resonate with change which makes facts um only valuable or factual for us so long facts change um the human body changes so what once was factual it could change last week so an octave your inner voice. Why is your inner voice so important? When you think about the sound barrier of dogs, they're on a different frequency. That's important to know because what you perceive or the frequency you resonate on determines your reality or what you can see. Okay? Remember that what you perceive determines what you see. The sounds that irritate a dog are not the same sounds that irritate us. The dog whistle. It's a quiet whistle. We can't hear some of them, but they're an irritation to dogs because they resonate on a different octave. So... This causes them to see black and white. 
You see what I'm saying? They're in a lower animation or anima or being. They're they're in a lower state of being. So they're really on the zeros and ones, if you want to say. So, um, this this sound is just like this whistle, to where you can hear it, or just like a dog, because this sound preeminates or penetrates your spirit body. Okay. And we about to get into science of that, which is the demiurge here in a second. But this inner voice is thoughts are energy. So your thought having a word and still how you say, um, you know, how you can hear things in your dreams. And sometimes it may not even make sense. But your mind has a different language because it uses words for angles and energy alone. While some people try to use words and they don't even mean to use that word for real, for real. It's just the only word that they got. When, if you really think about it, your subconscious carry a lot more than what you can and can't think of at the moment. So... This this octave is important to know that you can tap into because this dude named Dr. Emoto did a project saying that, you know, he experimented that water can be penetrated by way of words or sound. So words can shape water. Remember that our body is what they say, 75 or 80 percent water. That only means that our inner voice penetrates the waters or the shape or the information or the formation of our being. So if your inner voice is so you know uh, quiet but yet so loud why do why do some people run from their thoughts you ever seen somebody run from a thought because a thought was too loud like they turn up the music because you know they was trying to run from a thought so they turn up the music trying to drain their own thought that octave got loud on that frequency didn't it it usually does that when demons are around the corner if you know what i mean they ain't trying to face some thoughts but that's another time that's an, that's an episode for Another day. So water, like Dr. Emoto said, is is it's a ripple effect. It's a harmonic. Because we have to think about it. Universe means one song. You don't have to mean music when you say harmony, because that's a different aspect. Harmony can be talking. You move people through your words. Words are spirits. So you can harmonize on different levels. You know what I mean? So symbols and words, you know, especially is how the, the demiurge work. But this, the sounds is a, 
is is perfect in representation of what Dr. Emoto did because he wrote down I love you stuck it to a cup of water wrote down I hate you all this type of you know all these energies and the water shaped itself a certain way meaning that if you talk to yourself a certain way certain shapes will form okay now what's the I love you form it's a per perfect dodecahedron dodeca I can't even say that word but it's a perfect connectivity what is love synonymous to growth when love is magnetism love is a episode for another day <laughs> so this eight is how do you tap into the eight the spirit of eight when you get past what you can perceive or put in words. Then you tap into your imagination, which is eight. Because that's chaos. That's what you can't put logically into words, your imagination. So once you use your imagination, conscious of that, conscious of that these are things like lucid dreams. Your the eight, tapping into the eight means to tap into different sounds, different information, different, um, you know, colors, different worlds to bring down through the seven circuits, the seven, to make an understanding. Right? Even when you look at um, electricity it looked like a bunch of sevens L like 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 just like L a seven like elbow EL that has a lot to do with the demiurge um, Elohim you know so the eight just look at it what is the eight upright it's the infinity sign. It's two zeros. So the Christians think what's good is godly. You act good is acting like God. Because all you did was add another zero or another sphere, another spirit. That spirit is the demiurge. Why? Because... When you look, the demiurge is a replica of something. Okay. The four, the demiurge is the four. If you look at the egg of life, type it in. You'll see that this is symbolic to a stage in cell division. Which also has, we about, and we about to talk about. The spiritual traces and religious traces of eight, you'll see that the egg of life, when if you look it up, it has four circles. Well, if actually if you look it up, it looks like seven, but it's really four circles because it's a square on top of a square. Okay? It's our physical body, 
below our spiritual body or our physical body below the universe. That's our spiritual body, the cosmics, cosmos. So once you connect the lines or draw the lines, you get a 3D box. And you see how everything's connected, right? Draw a hexagon. Just draw a hexagon on a sheet of paper. And then connect the corners to its opposite um, angle. Okay? So, corner to corner, corner to corner, and then you're going to have a, going down the middle, you're going to have a corner to the the base. Or a corner to the other corner, I mean. So, this corner to corner, if you look at it right, it'll look like what? This egg of life. So, this six-sided shape will turn into this eight-sided shape if you look at it right. The hexagon, if you draw the lines in the middle, it'll look like two squares on top. It'll look like a 3D box if you look at the hexagon that you drew the lines in between the right. That just means there's worlds on top of worlds. And there's different harmonies, different elements work with different other elements better. Not all niggas fuck with each other. Not all niggas are supposed to. You know, at that point, we won't even call ourselves niggas when we do harmonize as one. <laughs> we would be like, okay, like, don't bring that ego stuff around here, bro. Like, if you ever do that, you fucking up the harmony of the universe up here, bro. Like, you're tripping. Harmony is for those humans down there. <laughs> or ego, I mean, excuse me. So, this eight, the power of the eight, means a change in reality, right? It has everything to do with the Demiurge. Like I said, this eight means um, in the Bible, they have uh, eight being shown, like the spirit of eight expresses itself through um, in different ways. You know, the number of Jesus is 888, the, the, the numerical value. Um, Noah only let eight people on the ark. And it, try, to, try to read the energy of eight as I'm, as I'm saying these different clues. Noah had eight people on the ark before he took off and another aeon started, another world started. A new, a new beginning started. Um, on the eighth day, boys are circumcised, which has to do with nerves going to the heart. So sensitivity of the heart is now desensitized. Um, what's another one? Uh, Jesus visited eight people, eight places before he resurrected. Right? Also in the Bible, they had this timekeeping that they referred to as eight parts. So this eight energy seems to be a totality of something. Because like, what do we say? What is 
what is the eight? What is the phrase of eight? What goes around comes around. It's the totality of something. Once we get get it over here organized in the spiritual realm, it's going to come back to you in totality. So eight is karma, right? It relates to karma. So it only relates to karma if you can't get past the eight. Okay? Because nine is about birthing anew. If you look at the nine, it's a zero and a one. That zero and a one is the only are the only numbers that are real. Zero and ones. That's why it's birthing another one. Because out of the zero comes a one or the first of something, the first ray. It's nine kundalini energy, ether energy. Okay. This um that that's also another topic for another day. But it's the eight is also symbolic to, like I said, the totality of the universe and the totality of our physical and spiritual bodies, right? So this eight, when it comes to sounds, you're supposed to experience things even outside of sounds. You're to, you're supposed to experience things or go through this eight energy or death or share something to bring something new about. Because if you look at three, get three triangles, one, two, three creates one triangle, one, two at the base, three at the top. At the top of that first triangle, you have another triangle. Or if you want to say spheres. And look at it as a yin-yang sign. But at the top of that triangle, there's another triangle. And at the base, at the top of that first triangle, the base of another triangle is there. So we have one, two, three, the first triangle. Four, five, six is the second triangle. That's the astral plane. The seven, eight, nine is the triangle for the primordial body or the forces that empower the universe or the sun behind the sun. It's magnetism, it's electricity, it's heat, it's cohesion and other forces that regulate be the being, the, the universe that we can't perceive with the physical eye because scientists have been going back and proving um, you know uh, the physicality or the awareness or what we can be conscious of of the universe that's all in the seven once we make sense of it logically it's a seven seven is L you are L7 weenie but um, <laughs> um the seven is just making something a common denominator. It's using something as a go to thought. Because the eight, like it used in the Bible, means regeneration. It's the copy of something. Eight is two circles. It's the copy of the first circle. So that's why it's similar to the first circle 
and you can get it misunderstood. This is why in the Bible they say God made them in made them in their own image. Who is there, first off? That's plural. Made them in their own image. That's that's saying that either there's a lot of brothers and sisters and people, friends, whatever that made us spirits that made us, or there is something that made them that made them and then made us. You see what I'm saying? So, which is the forces that made the elements or the physical world that made us over time through different cycles? Okay. So, this all relates to um, the fifth rounders, what they call the fifth rounders, the sixth rounders, um, and so forth. Because these people are people who come with new information, though they are stuck in an age or a century time. Um, this may be the 21st century, but some people are, call, are coming forth with 22nd century knowledge, you know, already. And people just don't believe it. You know, nobody believe Nikola Tesla until, you know, it was too late. You know, now the, you, you know how it is. So, this eight is in sequence with all other numbers, just like all other numbers are with each other. This eight means inner strength, right? It means seeing a bigger picture. So, this infinite, this infinity sign, or seeing a bigger picture. Just means you tapping into your your own demiurge, your personal demiurge, or your personal spirit body, your personal encapsulation of something. Because demiurge is anything that has a spirit. Are okay, you're a consciousness that is different from energy. Consciousness is not energy. It's different. They use each other. Consciousness is something that receives, it emanates, it seeps, allows seeps, and you can pop up at any place, anytime, anywhere. You know, you can divide, even. But it's about energy, a lot of times, what people say. When you are not, you are and are not energy, you just use the energy. Because the energy is something that's already in motion. So this is why they say God moved upon the face of the earth. Because the movement is the energy in motion. It's the friction. That's the eight energy. It, it created something. It, it was the soil for something to be created. So this eight is inner strength. Samson in the Bible. You know, it's 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 kind of like this is exactly why they say haircuts. There there are such thing as crown chakra haircuts or chakra haircuts. If you've ever heard of that, this is when people get a haircut and feel like a new person. Right, simple simple shit, but it's all metaphysical because 
what is what is the soul? You know, free ions. Once you begin to make sense or find a denominator to it, they become ions or charged particles. These charged particles then come into your hairs. And this is what make hair spiritual antennas. These particles come into your hairs or these ions and they seep down into you, into your skin, just like chemicals and what else, whatever you put in your head. It releases a certain type of chemical through these neurotransmitters. But these ions, it's like something straight from the sun, straight from cosmos, hits your pineal gland or your hairs, goes down into the, the, the lower parts of your hairs, hits the neurotransmitters, which then emits chemicals, endorphins, things like that to make you behave and think certain things. So that is um why spiritual antennas are, you know, you can get a haircut and you know they say you're supposed to really have a consultation before you have a haircut and this will make chakra haircuts. So important because you can really have a spiritual transformation. You know, my homie had a spiritual transformation to where he he called it out himself. You know, he felt that his image on the locks that he had or the image that society had on him, which is still penetrative, you know, you're still going to recognize it and accumulate that and acquire that energy to some degree if you don't transform it. All this stuff aimed at his locks, it it. It was the surrounding thoughts or the environment that made him or gave his energy a certain, gave his hair a certain energy in his crown chakra. So your hair can hold energy, right? Energy is information. If you don't harness energy or fluctuate energy in yourself or connect in yourself enough, then you, of course, you're going to feel like a new person every time. The eight, the crown chakra itself, has a lot to do with the inner child, new beginnings, right? So that has, you know, a lot to do with, like I said, chakra haircuts, and that's actually a real thing, you know. So... And it's 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 re it's really serious because like I said, my dude got the haircut and it was like he was aware of the deeper senses that you need to be more common to have a Merkaba all of a sudden. You know, and it was all in the power of the haircut. He even said himself he felt more acceptable to society because society gave his locks terrible energy to which he had no choice but to face. He's in the face of that energy. You know what I'm saying? To, you know, you can see it on somebody's face regardless of what they say. It's not about what they say. It's about the energy. So, it's a lot of perspectives to it. So, eight is the, the nothingness. It's the non-being because a non-being is a being. 
if that makes sense. For the simple fact we can call out that nothing is something, we can title it, we can label it as something, we're aware of this nothingness, it's something. We're aware of it, it's something. So, that's what makes this demiurge or the thoughts that we can't see, um, you know, some people, you know, you don't want to get a demonic outlook or an evil outlook on the demiurge because it's both good and bad. And this is just the ground level part of the demiurge. It can get a lot deeper, but I'm just going to tap into the groundwork today. Because it needs to be demystified for real. It, it, it's too much, you know, uh, it's, it's so much flaky stuff going on to all you see is people trying to make money off of the flakiness and it's kind of hard to find the real shit, you know, now. So, this, this eight is the nothingness, right? These thoughts, it's kind of, if you look at the Bible, right? In the story of David and Goliath, how is that metaphysical? How can how is that how is that you? Because David, he played the fool to beat Goliath. Why do I say that? He was a little dude who came with a slingshot, bruh. You came with a slingshot. From a giant to a giant with a shield and a sword and all this. You look like a fool, right? You look vulnerable, right? That's what you do to get people to show their raw self, their true authentic character, their integrity, all this stuff, right? The reason he did that because on the other side of the fool is the joker. The higher self of the fool is the joker. But David stuck with the fool energy right now. So everybody laughing at David, right? Ha, ha, ha. He the fool. He used those tactics to, it's kind of like fighting somebody, like Kevin Hart said, who just looked big and bad. Then he slapped his knees. Everybody else laughing. You know what I'm saying? You don't know that that's a sign of you about to get your ass whooped, right? So the slap of the knees come along with your ass whooping. Then you find out, well, the energy signature of slapping the knees must mean that, like Kevin Hart said, He's an assassin. <laughs> right? So now anybody that slaps their knees is going to scare you. That's, that's symbolic to David and Goliath. How there's thoughts that scare us. That seem big and have a lot of the energy to it. But you have to realize that you only understand it. Or you're under it. You're under perceiving it. When you go through it, you'll what you'll call 
understand or when you go through it, you'll overstand it. So once you overstand it, that means that you'll have the confidence and the necessary thoughts to support your army. Because all David needed was a slingshot. What is that slingshot representative of? A thought coming down from your higher self, so-called, and hitting the ocean. What is the ocean? Your astral waters, your thought, your where your thoughts are, your at the astral plane. Because all this is water. It just depends on the density of it. You know what I mean? Um it's when when the water is dropped, and like I said, when David Goliath hit the slingshot with, you know, hit through the through the rock at David or Goliath, and Goliath fell. This is when your higher self or God or whatever you want to call the universe drops this rock in the water and it creates ripples, right? These ripples are harmonics. Okay, so like a sine wave, it takes a full wave down and a full wave up, or what they call the crest and the thorough, and I forgot what the bottom is called. But it takes a full wave down and a full wave up for a sine wave to be complete. If you add it, continue what is, if you continue with that, continue that, it'll look like the infinity sign. Now. This is a sine wave because that's a sine wave of you in the sense of your spirit body, then your physical body. And then you give it to the universe in order for it to trickle back to your spirit body and then down into your physical body. The universe, by that I mean we have a mental, we have a conscious mind, a subconscious, and an unknown this unknown is the is there because our mind creates it, it, it creates continuously even right now as I speak nobody knows everything because if you did you would know what the mind just created what the universe just created so this nothingness has layers to something A.K.A. your mind has layers to it. We know that. This eight is also. Um, Scorpio energy. So look at what the spirit of eight is saying. It's Scorpio energy. Scorpio has three phases to it. It's. Um, the Scorpio is the lower self. The Phoenix or the, the snake, excuse me, is the middle. And then the Phoenix is on top, meaning that the snake, if you're uh, familiar with 13 signs astrology, you'll see a man holding a snake. This snake it's like when somebody plays the flute and that snake starts to rise up out that trance. Trance-like, right? That the 13th sign is trans-like information right now to where you have to pick apart the whole truths 
from both sides. And it has this numerical values, um, one plus three, and this is just angle speaking before, you know, you have is or if you was able to read the Kabbalah just in angles or through numbers in a sense. So, you know, one plus two is what? Three, a birth of something. It's about three, six, and nine. What's one plus three? Four. You just add in a box on the, that's like an ego on the ego, like a spiritual ego on top of an ego plus you. So, in a sense, we're not about to get into the science of the 13 signs because it does have truths in it, just like 12, but you got to pick it with a grain of salt. You got you to gotta take it in totality. You know, um, so this snake represents the trans-like snake. It, it can it can shed, but does it? If it does, that's a person that's symbolic to the phoenix, okay, or the Sagittarius, that type of energy, where the arrow goes up, or the phoenix flies up. You know. So that's that's where that starts to uh, transmute and had the same storyline again, but it's through different cycles. So eight is the, you know, like I said, the Scorpio. It's the sex. It's the soulmates information happens. The spark of a lot of soulmates. It's, it's Pluto. You know, so eight has a lot of. Um, attributes to it to what the spirit was trying to say so let's get back to sounds in light in, in sound excuse me there's light by that I mean in emotion there's intent so because energy is in motion is due to a thought or intent, something internal, something yin of it. You can't externalize something without having a yin. So sound, it's a, it's a, it's a emanation, a e, in motion, of something. Right. So this this sound is kind of like if you wrote wrote down zero. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then you wrote on the other side of the zero. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That zero is eight. It's just if you add another zero to it, it's going to do the same thing and make another replica. and seem like the same thing. This is when, like I said, the Demiurge made, were made in God's image. You know? So, um... And then once again, like I said, you're we're a consciousness inside of energy or other layers that emanate or preeminate before our physical body is made. And then we're so we're a consciousness that lives in a body or lives in organs and then lives in a body and then lives you live in a, another demiurge or a house or another encapsulation of house that lives or is state that is in a world, which is another demiurge that is a mimic 
of another world. So if we can, why can we trace back or so-called the, when the universe started? Why, why are there things that seem to become more like the oneness? You know, they say every time somebody look up information, it gets blacker or the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. If you will, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so that's that's all because it has to do with the universal song, that trace. It's all the same thing, but it's like when when light hits a prism or a crystal or your pineal gland, it creates other angles. More angles. That's symbolic to this white light. Or when the astral realm. A.K.A. Um, this or The dream realm. Hits, our, hits a spark. Or makes a spark. And. Now the universe is birthed. And different colors. Or different emanations. Are seen or visible. Remember, man is mine and mine is man. So man was always. Why is that? Because the mind is an object. The mind is a physical thing. It just has subtle layers to it. Because it's composed of all the elements, which are physical things. Look under a microscope, you can see... You know, it's under so many pixels. You can see atoms. You can see things like that. What you can't see is the the theory that's known as the string theory. So it's an energy that's inside the atom that people or scientists have proven to be. This energy inside the atom is the continuation or the once of the one song right so we can see sounds and sounds can see us this is because when you hear a song and you know you don't know what to expect from it you might not even like it when it first come on and then you start to like it right The sounds tapping you into a certain frequency. So, in your medulla oblongata, which is the mouth of God, everybody resonates on a different frequency. That's where the most melanin is. That's why music is so important, because once you hear music that resonates on your frequency to keep you rising, you can actually change your DNA okay and we about to go a little bit into science and music but let's stick into some more basic approaches of sound so it has light in it and it can create light so that's just saying that sound is on every level to have a sound mind means what if sound means peace That just means 
that to have a sound mind is to be um is to be able to control your thoughts at your frequency to be next to peace on that frequency so it's about humbling yourself right the science and metaphysics of humbling yourself if you if you just well I, I explained that on a podcast with my homie uh Troy so I'm not about to get into humility too much but um sound is is if you look at phonetics sound mound pound ground and words that's like it cuz what is phonetics it's something it's a word that sounds like another word or when somebody's name is not spelled how it sounds so it it's it's a sound that takes over what you see because what you see isn't real right so sound mound pound ground it's kind of ironic because when you look up the etymology of ound, O-U-N-D. <laughs> oh, excuse me. So if you look up the etymology of ound, O-U-N-D, it means wave to lace. So that means all those words have likewise energy signatures, right? Sound, mound, pound, ground. If you kind of look at it, a mound is what a sine wave, like a thing. Pound makes noise. Ground is like ground, feeling grounded or the zero state. Eight. Sound is, of course, what I'm talking about now. So it's about lacing, making a wave, noise. Voice. So that's kind of phonetics just from that angle. You know, um, in music, even just how I played this, this song before the podcast curse words. What are curse words? Some people, it's, it's damning the energy. So you're cursing the energy. You know, people say, God damn it, you're cursing yourself, right? So, the curse word, some people can't even get past that. Because you ever talk to, like, the elderly and, you know, you may have cussed a little bit, but you said hella knowledge or even, uh, you know, a strongly religious person, you just trying to share some views, and they just not hearing what you're saying at all. But all they heard was the curse word. That's because they are stuck on that thought or that demiurge, that spiritual thought in their spiritual body, or that fixed, boxed in way of thinking that they can't get out of. So, this universe, this one song is all about the law of rhythm. 
you know, it's rhythm that interpenetrates the impression. So, your dreams, they are being oppressed upon something else. Something else is impressing them or making an impression or a symbol for you to make sense of in your dreams, for you to carry out in your physical world. So, this music is what brings about abruptly. It's, it's, it mixes up the medicine, or, or the melanin, I should say, or your darkness, because you don't know what to expect. And this is how music can see you. It can unlock People can say things and you didn't even know that had a lock on you. Light has a hold on you. That's about to your demons because they know how to trap you. They know how to keep a hold on you. Remember the devil on your back? So, um, feeling inward energy is basically the soul on many levels. Because your soul is internal, but it's also external. So if you're an introvert and you have problems to see yourself in the world, remember that your soul is external. And to soul search for real, for real, is to get in harmony with all aspects of life. Seven. When you feel stuck, tap into eight. You don't know what to do, whether you want to enhance your in any area in life, you can be working at a manufacturing and trying to do better at your job. Tapping the eight energy. What is eight energy? New information. New energies, new colors, new sounds if you're a singer. Right? How are there new sounds? Because even facts change. So you think this octave would even stay the same forever? No. There's new sounds that the earth is going to resonate on soon. New information. What was Obama? Change. He was throwing up the Anubis head. Anubis 8. Change. So. This this 8. Like I said. It, it can get deep. It's all about. Bringing about abruptly. Seeing sounds. Because sounds see you. And you can see sounds. How can you see sounds? Because when you having sex with your partner and you hear that person moaning, you know when it's fake and you know when it's real. If it's fake, you know where the place is coming from. Ah, the waters is real shallow. Ah, good acting skills though. You know. But if... It was real. You can trace out where her consciousness or his consciousness was if you're a girl. You can trace it out. How can you trace it out? That song, that harmony, it harmonized. So you was able to trace it back to another death. So, but it's all about how you can pierce the veil through, through sounds. Because in sound is information. So you have to be able to juice the information out of this this energy that you sense or perceive if 
you're having a conversation with somebody and they saying one thing, but you know for a fact that they really feel this way about something, even if it has no nothing to do with the topic that they're talking about, you know because that trace or that harmony became disharmony so much when you try to penetrate when you when you penetrate yourself so much you can penetrate others just as deep so that just goes to say you can show love just harder than a lot of lot more in the world um you can also become more vulnerable so it it just intensifies but um you know listening to music it it creates visions from the ethers and by this i mean when you hear a song um you have certain visions so it taps you into certain frequencies christmas music what what you do when you hear christmas music oh shit you think about what you got to get for christmas Shit, man, how much money you got to spend and all this stuff, right? All that has a lot to do with tapping into certain things, which I won't get into that now. That's all kind of ritualistic work. But if you want to change your DNA, then, you know, I would say, (laughs) if you ask me, sip some wine. I like that. I like that heritage white. Sip some wine, some music, get, get mix up the melon a little bit, right? So thoughts are, um, I, I would say, okay, sound is basically like your active thoughts. I would say. When when it's just a thought, it's kind of frozen. When it's just in your head, it's frozen. But though it's still a sound. Um, it's, sound is active because even though it's still a sound in your mind, it's active on that level. Because to emanate is to act. Okay? To receive is to be in your yin. So any action, an action can happen mentally and you can be sitting still as fuck, not even moving physically because you emanated something from a thought or tapped into your masculine, okay? So, you know, um, sounds to be, to keep it on a healthy version, a healthy way, you want to kind of measure out your demons when you hear songs you know something may bite your nerves and you might not like it take note of that it's a demon in you i wouldn't even say a demon i I would say it's some type of hidden dark side ignorance that to some degree that you are not aware of and it just came about abruptly because music boils like i said it mixes up the melody it boils it brews up something for something to spring about, just like eight, what eight does. So that's why sounds in eight 
is so important, right? So, um, let's see. I kind of want to talk about uh, more on how, you know, okay, we could talk about synchronicity. Because, okay, synchronicity. It means to be in sync, to finally adjust to something, to elements that are effective in a positive manner to other elements, right? To harmonize. Not everybody harmonizes with everybody. That just means not not all elements are going to have the same positive results or positive results in general. So, one man's God is another man's devil, right? What is the devil? The prince of music. Satan was the prince of music. Satan was the prince of music. And what is Satan? Change the unknown. The gatekeeper of music. Okay? They say Satan wanted to be like God. So, in sound or in Satan is intent or God. Remember, God is light, which is perspective or intent, your thought. It's just a higher, it's the higher self of sound. So, every layer, God has a God. Every layer has to humble itself to another. This is what, why humility is so important. Because that's what allows you to create space for eight. Not being fully yourself. You have to be an empty seven. Humble yourself. Your ego to the spirit. Then so you can create room, space, for new information to come down fully. Right? So... Sound, it needs mass in order for it to be a complete sine wave or in order to be seen as sound on, on that level. So it needs a density. That just means that it's a downward. I'm not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say a downward. I, it was, it's, a, it's a circle energy. It's a penetrative energy. If you, if you take a circle... And make it 3D, it becomes a cylinder. If you think, if you have a thought and make it 3D, or if you have a thought and penetrate it deeper, you'll then have a cylinder or create like a vortex. This vortex is you getting past your ego and allowing new information to shape you. Cognitive dissonance. Don't be stuck behind information and facts. This is why trying to prove right and wrong is like workings of the devil in itself. Because though it's good in some senses, it's bad to yourself still on another level. You still got to humble yourself to understanding why you're trying to prove right and wrong. You see what I'm saying? So... 
um, if you look at acoustics, things like that, it's the quality of how um, how a, it's how a room determines the sound of something, right? So the room is like a square. A regular room is like a square. So let's say the demiurge, right? Again, and this is the last time I'm, I'm going to mention this for this video. And this is just the outskirts of the demiurge. It's, they have many more outskirts, symbols, numbers, you know, things of that nature. But um, the, the demiurge are basically um, <coughs> the... Um, okay, picture like this. The zodiac wheel has different energies. Different zodiac signs emanate different energies. Why is that? That's just saying that the universe has different energies to it, or the demiurge has different energies to it. Um, the east side of the body is known as the spiritual side, or your higher self, right? The left side of the body is known as the lower self. Or the west, the the west side of the body, or not not the lower self. Excuse me, is known as um, the 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 path less traveled, the left-handed path, in a sense. But in another sense, it's the western path or society. So, if you look at Western civilization, a lot of people say, you know, Western teachings are bad. But before they were bad, they were good, which makes the left-hand path. When duality was still in a good sense and not fucked up, what was the West symbolic of? A lot of good things. Nowadays, it's just referred to as Babylon and all bad, right? Rise up in the East, sets in the West, you know, to where things are going to flip-flop. You know, so it's a full circle. It's totality. Um, it's 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 a, it's a lot when it comes to the demiurge, to where if you look at an image of a box, you'll see different images of the demiurge. If you look it up, uh, demiurge, you'll see boxes. These boxes have, are labeled with, um, if you find the right one, energy signatures. They're labeled. These energy signatures are just like the zodiac wheel. It's just in a box form. Right? So, this is symbolic to when Ezekiel said that, um... There were spirits coming from the northwest winds that he cursed. He did not like. The northwest was symbolic to death. So he didn't like, he didn't want to, he did not like death, basically. Those spirits. Okay? The, the east is symbolic to the higher self. Okay, and of course, 
the north at the top of the head. So the northeast, it's all good. But the northwest or the southwest and the west side and northwest, all of them over there, it get kind of it get kind of iffy. Everybody's scared of that side. But that's where the left-hand path come into play because it's the totality of it. And I don't claim any titles by any means. I just take my information with a grain of salt. So, you know, <clears throat> it's, it goes to show things like oral traditions, that sound, letters. Oral traditions are important, I say, because we write down a lot of energy. We, we write down a lot of history. And we leave no responsibility on us. And by that I mean action speaks louder than words. If you was to do something, these Catholics, preachers, or fathers, that go do one thing and then preach something else, would you believe them? Would you hold their old traditions as true? No. Because I've seen how, how you cannot penetrate the the energy of that world the acquired energy that you need for the integrity you got to have integrity with it too a clear conscience with it they can't emanate the same once they feel funny they'll speak differently type of stuff because they, they don't have a clear conscience about what they're doing you know um i used to play while well, still play music around people with this higher vibrational and if, you know, specifically some of my, my older homies, um, and if they sense that they're not with or they, they're not on the spiritual side of themselves, they won't groove to it or get excited about it how I get excited about it, right? This is just a sense of oral traditions working through it in, in in real life form this when this happens that is enabling me to see how they don't have confidence in something like when they when when you know how AK says something in the song or uh, excuse me how brother polite says something in the song that may be conscious or of higher awareness. They won't feel the same way about it. This has everything to do with music penetrating your soul. Or bringing about abruptly. Do you see it or does it see you? You see what I'm saying? And when do you see it, do you run? Your thoughts, are you running from it? Their energy, that sound, are you running from them? Are you David and Goliath? Are you David or Goliath? I mean. So. You know even. The speed of light is. It travels faster than sound. Right? What is that saying? That it took light to make sound. And then sound makes light. Which then. Is a, you know. A whole nother thing. When you hear music. Sound. You have what? It creates thoughts, or either creates or brings about old thoughts or new thoughts. 
right? So, <clears throat> um, the tone is another thing with the sounds. You know, you want to pay attention to tones. You're not going to do business with somebody who doesn't sound like they're confident or sound like they're really about it. You know, you can trace the confident, the consciousness of someone. When a fool speaks or says so much shit, you can tell that this person is probably not. I'm not going to say that for sure because they could be keeping it private. Uh, but you can say this person is probably not spiritual. You can say this person is probably this and this and that. Depending on what they say. So it's 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 a disrespectful thing to call out where somebody's consciousness is. But at the same time, if you're tuned in, then you have no choice but to be aware of that. And at the same time... If you're really tuned in, you will have the humility to know that it's not even about that. <clears throat> so you have no urge to really even call on those type of energies and thoughts that follow up after doing that. Unless call necessary. So you don't have to turn a cheek at everything. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, tone, when you... Like, it's kind of like softening the voice, even when you know you're right. It's softening the voice don't mean you're weak, okay? You have to think in terms of energy, conservation, conserving energy. When you speak in soft, you're just conserving energy or reserving energy for or strength for another time. Why get loud now and wear out your third chakra and have no voice for tomorrow? Why? Speak softly, humbly, because that's where your true power is in humility. Being humble. Why do I say that? In releasing or let go of yourself, there's power. Because you'll always be full of God's will and not personal will. The force and not energy, which makes muscle and strength. So some people think it's all about strength and muscle. And then they think about that's all about energy when that's all about really the force. Right. It's images of a guy or people who are in a certain position. That they attract the force from the earth in the universe. That it'll be 10, 20 people, whatever, trying to move them. And that person will not move because simply everybody is trying to use energy and this person is in force. Force is stronger than energy. Okay. So, <clears throat> it's the forces that be. Right? You have to remember that our inner voice is a sound, right? You have a voice in your heart. To speak from the heart, it was it was these. I went to the hospital yesterday, me and my queen, and 
she had came across a woman, two 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 women, who seemed to be speaking from the heart. You can tell like this because the attributes that they shown had a lot of the energy that correlated with them to make make sense. You say, you know, to speak from the heart <clears throat> is the most important thing or to resonate from the heart. You can tell when somebody in their mind, you can tell somebody speaking from the heart. You know, people that's usually res- talking or speaking from the mind, they tend to have an illusionary plan or be up to something. You know, or just intellectual philosophy, you know, about right and wrong. Somebody speaking about the heart is oneness. You know. So, the heart, you gotta look at the phonetics of it. It's the sound of it. <clears throat> the sound of other words. It's, what, what is hearth? It's like in a fireplace, the spark of something. Your heart is the spark of another world and this world. Heart is an acronym for Earth. Why is heart an acronym for Earth? Because your fourth chakra is your heart, which is foundation, density. It's the foundation for your upper chakras, which then when you see four again, is technically eight. So your eight is your ground <clears throat> or your root, excuse me, your root chakra to your spiritual body. Right? So that that all has is correlations and how you can penetrate the veil using those words. Okay. So um that's that's today's episode. That's today's video. If you want to get in touch with me um in any way, you can tap into my social media. My Twitter is underscore left hand path. Uh, my Instagram is left hand path and the number zero. Or you can hit me up on here. You know what I mean? So, hope you enjoyed it. Until we speak again, peace.